Okay, I don't know enough about Mercury retrograde, but every time that there's a string of consecutive days where somehow things just won't go right, I automatically Google, are we in Mercury retrograde right now? And true enough, I Googled that last month. And yes, we were in Mercury retrograde September 9 to October 1. If you don't know what Mercury retrograde is, this is how almanac.com defines it. I'm gonna read it now. Three times a year, the planet Mercury appears to travel backward across the sky. We refer to these periods as times when Mercury is in apparent retrograde motion or simply Mercury retrograde. To those who practice astrology, these times in particular were traditionally associated with confusion, delay, and frustration. Think undelivered love letters, email blunders, and frazzled travel plans. This is an excellent time to reflect on the past. However, it's said that intuition is high during these periods. Coincidences can be extraordinary. That's the definition. I don't know if I, you know, believe in it fully. I mean, there's a lot of reasons that things can go wrong. But as a human being, it's like just easier to assign a cause for things. And early September to mid-September, just things just Things were shitty, okay? Start of September, I actually got COVID. And COVID started in 2020, diba? And I've never gotten COVID since 2020. I've been very careful. Well, I never got COVID na I know of. Na I never got any symptoms. I never got sick. Who knows if I was asymptomatic at any point. But my point is, I never tested positive. Um, until uh, the start of September. Uh, when I got home from my birthday trip to La Union. But I actually didn't get it from La Union. I got it at a lunch that I went to after the La Union trip. So I was, I was already in Metro Manila. I went to a lunch with my boyfriend's family. And four of us actually got sick from that lunch. And my symptoms were... I got fever. Uh, I remember that was a Monday or a no, that was a Tuesday that I got a fever. I forgot the exact date, but I knew that there was something wrong in my body because you know you know it when you have a fever. I mean, you've everybody's had a fever before. You know what it's like to have a fever. So I kept telling myself and I kept telling my mom and my boyfriend, I was like, you know what? I feel kind of feverish. That's the only word I can use to describe what I'm feeling. I feel like I have a fever. Um, I wasn't coughing yet. Um that Tuesday, the first day, day zero is what they call it, um, what doctors call it, is when you start having symptoms. Um, so, yeah, so that night I took my temperature and true enough, I did have a fever. And then the next morning is when, you know, the coughs really started to kick in. And then the next morning I felt really tired. And then for some reason, I felt really lonely. At one point during my quarantine, I talked to a uh, I talked to a doctor virtually. Um, he said I had to quarantine for seven days, 
And I don't have to test again after that, but I can if I want to, just to be sure, which I did. And I did test negative after seven days. But my point is, during those seven days, there were so many times when I would just feel this incredible sense of just loneliness. Like, I was just alone in the world. Uh, I mean, an obvious cause, possible cause would be, oh, because you're separated, you know? You're isolating, you're in quarantine. But... Girl, I work from home and I'm in my room most of the time when I'm working and I'm always alone. But for some reason that week, I wasn't working because I told my boss na you know, I have COVID and they said, yeah, just take time off. Anyways, I was in my room. You know what? It's probably the fact I wasn't doing shit. That's probably why I started feeling sad or lonely or whatever. But I don't know. That's what I felt. It felt really shitty. Um, by the way, the doctor I saw, uh, I saw him like day one, so the, the day after um, I got my symptoms, and he was actually very thorough about you know asking so many. I think we spent like thirty minutes just asking me exactly what I'm feeling. I think he had to do that because it was a virtual checkup, so you know we had to make sure if. Um, I was what was what my temperature was when I got my symptoms exactly when I got this symptom or that symptom so many questions and it got to the point where it was like oh my god we've already been we've already been on this call for 30 minutes and I don't know what the next steps are yet all I've been doing here is answer questions but anyways I really appreciated that and I made sure to tell him at the end of the hall hey doc I really appreciate this. Thank you for being so thorough. And well, he he smiled after that, which I thought was really nice. Anyways, yeah, I got COVID. I actually also have allergic rhinitis, so uh, depends on the season or the weather. Uh, I cough, so it sucks sometimes because I have allergies. Sometimes people think, oh, she's coughing and she's in public. She probably has COVID, but no, I have allergic rhinitis sometimes. And the doctor said that if I'm still coughing um, by the end of the seven days that I quarantined, that's probably just my allergies, which it was. You know, after drinking antihistamines, it went away. Naman. Now I don't have cough. Na. And that's great. I just don't like being sick. So I'm so glad that's over. And I hope that you guys are okay also and that you don't have COVID. Yeah. So that's number one on my list of things that went wrong in September. Uh, other things on the list are just there's a lot of misunderstandings that happened. Uh, emotionally, I wasn't in a great place. Like I said, early September during my COVID week, I just wasn't feeling great. To begin with, like I felt lonely, and then after that, I, I after recovering from COVID, I still felt shitty, and yeah, it was it just was not a, a great month for me emotionally. September, so but yeah, the latter part of September was definitely better. I went out more, I went ice skating, I ate out more in more restaurants. You can probably hear my nephew in the background downstairs, anyways. I also saw my friends. Uh, it was Keith's uh, birthday. We went to Kubao Expo and we actually, she treated us to a uh, crash course in pottery at Bumi and Ash. They are so nice there. 
And it was such a nice experience. I actually want to go back, but I just don't know when. I have to schedule it. I want to go back. Uh, I want to... The wheel wheel pottery is so cool because, you know, it's like the... It's the thing where the, the clay turns and you're working with this wheel and you're forming it as it's revolving around the wheel. But I also want to try... Uh, try? <laughs> try. I also want to try um, hand molding, I think is what you call it, when you don't use a wheel... You just use your hands to form the clay. Anyways, it's really cool. I don't know if any of you guys have tried pottery before, but if you can, try it at Bumi and Ash at Kubao Expo. And there are so many other places in Kubao Expo, like so many vintage uh, and nostalgic stores there, and maramading kainan. So it's a really, it's a nice place to go to with your friends. And what's funny is, what's interesting is that it looks so different in daylight compared to when it's nighttime na. Kasi we entered the class, there was still um, sunlight outside. <laughs> and when we left na, it was like nighttime. And the scene just looks so different for some reason. I don't know if it's the lights or whatever. Um, but yeah, really cool place. And I, it was my first time there, believe it or not. It was first time there. So yeah, go visit Boomy and Ash. Uh, it's actually October 3 today. And... I do feel much better than I did last month. Thank Jesus. I feel a bit more motivated. It's, you know, it's great. It's, of course, still a struggle as it is all the time, you know, for human beings. But at least there's progress and that's what matters. Anyways, there is something I wanted to share because in the middle of my sad September specifically September 19, I wrote something and it was supposed to be the whole episode script for this episode, but it's actually, it sounds a bit sad, but I wrote this with high emotions. (laughs) Like it was 2am and I was crying and then I just wrote this. It's like a reflection on life. It's very, um, basta. I think I'm just gonna read it as it is right now, um, don't judge me. It's a very raw essay. I don't know what to call it. Very raw reflection paper. (laughs) Anyways, I'm just gonna start uh, reading it. So here goes. It's 2am as I'm writing this, and I just watched one of those TikToks that start with a rendered image of multiverses. Then it zooms into our universe then it zooms into our galaxy, then our solar system, then our planet. And I am only one person on that particular planet. How selfish and narcissistic do we have to be to believe that we are the only living beings in this universe? Or in other universes? I just feel really small and the world feels so big and my problems seem so minute. But also, my problems seem so big and unimportant at any other given time of the day. It's what we think of 24-7, isn't it? The next thing we need to worry about. How to make more money. How to fit this into my schedule. How to cook this dish. How to wake up early enough to get to work on time. How to plan this trip. How to meet friends. Every second of the day, I'm thinking of the next immediate thing to fuss about, and I'm so tired of chasing. I'm tired of chasing stupid things to feel the smallest bit 
of happiness. And I wish I had the superpower of being happy all the time. But at the same time, if I were happy all the time, then am I ever truly happy? Isn't it my struggles and my issues and human problems that make me interesting, (laughs) relatable, and, well, human? Isn't it our unhappinesses that contribute to the gravity and realness and rareness of our happinesses? I think my point in this existential episode is I'm trying to embrace sadness and loneliness as part of life. I know what you're thinking. Nikki, it took you 26 years to realize that? I know, I know. I think I was unknowingly still believing in the pretense or ruse of a happily ever after. That one day when you're an adult, you'll have it all figured out and you won't need to worry about anything anymore. You won't have to worry about making money or wanting to feel loved or chasing after people and goals because at one point in the future, you'll have more than enough of those things, more than enough achievements, more than enough love, more than enough money, more than enough everything. Then one day you wake up and you're 26 and you learn that that is not true. The pursuit of happiness continues. And it will continue forever. But for tonight, just for tonight, I think I'd like to stop. I'd like to stop this pursuit, this chase. I'd like to talk into this mic and close my eyes and believe that in this very moment, I have everything I will ever need. I have the air I need to breathe. I have the health I need to live. And right now, this is all I need. And it's enough, and I'm okay. I am okay. (laughs) And I can wake up tomorrow and continue the pursuit, the chase for my dreams. But every so often, I'd, I'd like to go back to that moment when everything is where it should be. I'll go back and remember that whenever I need to. And I hope that you do too. Anyways, guys, that's it for this episode. I hope you're having a great day. You can catch me on Instagram at Nikki Vicente or at from Nikki with love PH. That's it. And hope to see you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.